This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make low-maintenance bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we had nobody coming into the showroom. So we started doing virtual visits via Microsoft Teams. We're able to see two or threefold the amount of customers we used to be able to see. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. I really think it's going to set a standard for retail moving forward. Learn more at Microsoft.com Teams. Welcome to a Real Man Wood podcast. This is Chris Liss from Redowire, and I am joined as usual by my co-host Dalton Del Don of Yahoo Sports. What's going on, dude? How you doing? Doing all right. I'm a little tired. I'm coming off a long trip. I left Friday morning. First went to a couple hours Sacramento. Saw Adam Carolla do stand up. Good guy. It was at an India Indian casino. Uh, in Sacramento, I was going to fly out for the next morning from there, so it just worked perfectly. I'm a Corolla guy. He was funny. Actually, did really well at the tables. I'm telling you, the best I've ever done in my life How by much? far. How I much? don't know if they're just if it's just. I won uh, close to a thousand dollars. I won around eight. I mean, with huh. tips and stuff. Really, I, I, I was about a thousand dollars. Honestly, right. nice for me. That's huge because normally I lose. Right. I mean, breaking even, I consider that a victory at the tables. Right. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, it was fun. Um, I, so I'm not drinking these days, um, and maybe that helped. I don't know. But uh, also might be Vegas. Uh, it's easier to win at a random Indian casino, too. I'm, I'm not really sure. but Or it was just lucky breaks. I don't know. But but that got off to wait, a, a wait, good wait. start. You buried, um, you, and then, you buried the lead. You're not drinking these days? Uh, no, no. I'm not, not, not drinking as much as I, I did in the past. Uh, yeah, just, just trying to get a little healthy for once. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I see. Old age is now kicking in. That's what happens. A little bit, yeah. 36, you start bit. thinking like, dude, it's not safe. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, yeah, yeah, a little bit. But, um, but anyway, um, so uh, I got a nice uh, steak that was uh, $75. Uh, guess how many ounces? Um, I'm going to say eight. Five ounces. Oh, see, see what I did? See what I did? I let you have it. I know that you understand explain, what a dick you were on the, on the, the show audience. the other day yeah. when I when I said there's some incredible yeah. thing. I was like, what do you think his OPS was at home? Charlie Black. Charlie, and you're like, Charlie Black. 12.50. And I was like, dude, 12.39. And you outguessed me to just make, you know, just ruin my point. You see how I gave it to you? I could have gone four, but I said eight. Charlie Blackman, and I love how I get a hard time. For coming within 11 percentage points, by the way, but you still no, give me but, but I get general points. You're, point you're supposed to say, what do you have, like a 1,200 OPS, you know, 1,150, right. and I'm like 1,239, you know? Right, right, so. right, right, exactly. But anyway, um, yeah, so you did go over, but that's that's pretty expensive, right, for f- five ounces. It wasn't amazing. I've had better in Vegas, but it was uh, fine. It's good. But that's pretty expensive. If you lost 1,000, you wouldn't have been too pleased with that fucking right. steak. <laughs> exactly. And it's, I, I did well at the tables and flew to Phoenix for labor, which uh, suddenly just turned terrible and somber with, with news of Steve Moyer. I, I, I want to get too crazy deep into it because people have said stuff far more eloquent than myself and people were closer to him than me. But I was sitting next to Laura Michaels 
when he read the email, just myself. So it was pretty intense to learn that news. I love the guy. Every year I'm in the same uh, NL with him, and it's always fun. Great dude and totally unexpected loss. Yeah, that's yeah. We we talked about it in the XM show and and all that. And sure. I don't want to belabor it here either, but yeah, a very yeah. good guy and someone you know, I was like a, I considered a friend and uh, super interesting and different. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I mean, like to tell you how it is, I, I really loved him and yeah. so that all somber mood across yeah. the whole event, right? Sure. So and then so yeah, then the auction happened AL, AL Saturday night. I watched it and then NL I participated. XM people were there and yeah, you you were sorely missed. I was wow, that's such a surprise. I, I, I assume by now you've nutless monkeys would be uh, over it, but uh, I've, right. I've got, nice, nice of you to say so. So, so then we'll we'll, we'll get into these details too. So we also had a young friends and family chapter together the day before that Thursday. Right. So then I stayed actually on Monday. I stayed the uh, night there Sunday night in Phoenix and went to the Camelback Ranch uh, Spring Training Facility and, and shot video. I don't know why. I, Yahoo knows by now that I have a face for radio. But I was shooting a live, I'm not well, live, there was live video, but there were hecklers like yelling at us in the background. It's kind of funny. So, <laughs> so um, much respect for those hecklers. Those hecklers thank, were, thank a real you. man would heckle you, of course. Right, right. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, I have an editor. And as you know very well, it takes a long time to, you know, to, to get this uh, post. So, um, so then I did that all, all, you know, not all day, but some, some of the time Monday, got back late. So uh, I'm a little tired. And like I said, as we, uh, you know, already said and stated, I'm an old man. So, uh, Getting too old for this shit. Nice, nice. Sounds like a, a busy week. Yeah, I'm actually going to New York next week for Tout and for the NFPC right. main event draft. So, you know, that, that'll be my version of that weekend, I guess. Um, but it's been mellow because I've only done two drafts so far. I've done that NFPC one, and I've done friends and family. Which you want to talk about first? The funny thing about NL labor was that, and I won't get into all the details. I think those are beyond the scope of this video cast. Would you not agree? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not sure exactly. You're, you're, there's so many things you could be referring to uh, right now. Right. That, um, yeah. So they, yes. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Anyway, so I'm like texting you uh, during the uh, NL labor draft, and you right. make like a joke beforehand, like, you know, I said a real man, or you said, a, you know, a real man gets three or four pitchers or goes all in on pitching. And I'm like, don't pitch out. And I'm like, escorting you via text during the auction like i'm sure right. while you're getting these texts from me you're actually bidding on players and you right. did do it so much respect um you but did I, your I team did. was horrible by the way so I, you didn't execute on the hitting at all i mean you totally blew it but i do respect it let's start there first but i did tell you entering i mean th let's not make this be like it's your idea i mean you did give me credit and you did give me some good uh, options once i was all in but i went in telling you like what if i just bought all the pitching right and you're like do it and you probably contributed to me and it was funny and you're calling me don't be a nutless monkey and right. it was just funny at kershaw Cindergard, jansen strasburg and right. an nl only league i bought them right. all it's just yeah. hilarious so if, if for nothing if nothing else it, it's different than uh, the general spending patterns you'll see in 99.9 percent .9 of these type of leagues yeah i mean what's the point of doing the standard thing and finishing sixth place i mean you might win who knows but you might win now i mean it, it's like i you know again maybe someone's worked it out that doing exactly what everyone else does is optimal but right um i did think you blew the hitting though at the end there were so many guys you could have got and you just kind of got the wrong one so well we can go over a couple of those is i think an interesting thing just in general to talk about is uh, what categories to punt when you do do extremes and especially in an uh, only formats i think it's far right. more conducive to punt categories whether it be saves or in this uh, in this instance, I kind of punted batting average is what I did. We were uh, power and speed. So I know what you're going to tell me. It's really clear is that I should have got your boy VR. Yes. And he went for fairly expensive. 18, but 18. Uh, yeah. 
And so a, co- a couple things uh, like Hedges and Ionetta are perfect for that strategy at, at catcher and even uh, Jock Peterson at 12. And then I added Dyson for six. Chase Field, one area where they don't really talk about as much is oftentimes uh, when they talk about park factors is that contributes to base stealers. So and in this format, I don't even care if he's a pinch runner. I'm not going to be like meticulously changing lineup moves. So I'll get some steals to go with Billy Hamilton, uh, like Tapia, some upside. But the guy, the mistake is that guys like Belt because I want an extreme right. guy. That was one. All right. Belt. Right. I think you should have got like Todd Frazier for a couple of bucks cheaper. That would be a good one. Yeah. And then also got VR instead of Franco. Like I told you to get Franco because he was kind of a last year's bum, but he went for kind of the full 15. And he's got some playing time risk. Because what's his I name? Know. Uh, Kingery could take his job. You know, uh, so there's some risk there. I don't know. Yeah. So, it, so I, I actually went off. I went opposite with you with VR because I ended up with Sogard for a buck. But I will have one one blaming thing. This system doesn't show your bench, so it wasn't showing our correct max bids. And I should have known that because uh, it does this every year, but I just forgot right. for whatever reason. I don't know. And, uh, that be? I, so oh, I ended up with three $3 more so, so on the table. Uh, and that would have been like I could have got like Adam Fraser as my middle infielder right, right. easily instead Dilson Herrera, that's ugly. So that's the one thing. It wasn't actually totally my fault, but kind of. But you'd think something this important, I'd like to look and just see my max bid be correct. But, oh, well, really fun time. And and, and what about Trevor Story for $21? I thought the, the cops were going to show up and arrest me right, right, right then and there. I mean, <laughs> they should have. They should have. He's being yeah. mispriced. He's being mispriced. He'd be like a $27 player. I mean, you know, he's just hitting the middle of that lineup. Look what he did two years ago. I mean, last year he was playing hurt. I think there's just a few players that the market misprices. I think that where the um, where the gaps are are sabermetric unfriendly players. They don't they, they don't like people don't like Javi Baez as much as I do because they think he's not going to get at bats and they think he's not going to get at bats because he's not sabermetrically right. friendly. You know they they always assume the guy who draws walks like oh that's so good he drew walks or if he doesn't draw walks I don't know what's going to happen. It's like it's not really what our game is about. It's just a playing time indicator is all it is. Right. And obviously the, the steals. and But then you do have to factor in real life things like defense because it could factor into playing time. So it is tricky. Right. That's but that, walks and defense are similar. Sense. Walks and defense right. are both. Pl- walks, sure. defense, and contract. Those are the three playing time metrics that right. above and beyond the fantasy stats. If a guy sucks like Jason Hayward, but he's got a huge contract, he may play. And defense, right? Jason Hayward has all three, actually. He has nothing going for him fantasy-wise, but he's got all three playing right. time metrics. He's got defense, on-base, and uh, huge contract. And, and right. VR, though, has on-base skills. He didn't, wasn't great last year, but he has on-base skills. Defense and the contract aren't good, but he has his lack of competition. I mean, Sogard does it's a waste of a buck. <laughs> Right. So a great uh, big fantasy invitational thing. I, I only bring that up real, really quickly. Uh, we'll talk about too many teams. But I, didn't I send you my roster? It looks like just your uh, absolute. Oh, uh, I love it. Your, all your favorite guys. So after after that that I showed you, I've since added VR. So just so oh. you know, I do. I have, I'm currently assembling one team that is your uh, favorite players, uh, like, like like completely. But anyway, so just to. To tie this one up, overall, you just giving me a hard time because you love to give me shit, or do you really not like the team? How it turned out? I mean, look, the hitting is obviously garbage because you spent a lot less money. I just thought you executed like a C plus level with the hitting. Like I, I thought the plan was good. You have you know Melanson and Jansen. You have three aces. You really should 
win all five pitching categories. I mean, obviously injuries or whatever, but you're the favorite to win all five to get 60 points in pitching, which is a huge head start. Absolute favorite to win all five. Yeah. Right. And right. and then, right. you know, Hamilton, and it's like impossible. It's impossible for any player to ever say that in the hitting categories, like no matter how much resources you say, pretty right. much. Right. Pretty hard pretty to do that. So, but pretty I mean, hard. you know, obviously if you got injuries, then you know, one of your pitchers got hurt, it's open season. But basically, so you're, you're a big favorite for five categories. You're a favorite to finish in the top third in steals with Hamilton and Dyson and whatever else you get, you know, story will steal some. And then the question is power runs and average, you know, homers, RBIs, average, you know, can you get sort of like halfway there? And the thing is you can trade a pitcher. Like if those guys stay healthy, you may have a surplus to trade. You may actually even be able to trade a closer too. You may be able to trade Jansen if uh, your ratios are really good and, and Melanson runs with the job and he's, you know, like he was a few years ago. So you may be able to add pieces, but I just felt like your hitting is you're going to have to get lucky with the hitting. Like all those guys, like Franco have a 30 homer, 300 year, you know, or Story go 43, 15, or both catchers hit 20 home. I mean, you're going to have to have they like. Could. Both, both those catchers could. Yeah, I'm upset yeah. at the belt pick, and I'm not even usually a homer with him, but not only is he like doesn't fit my team, but even in the NL format, we's one concussion away from being done. And Ryan McMahon went for $13. And, and he actually went later. So that's that's a frustrating thing for me to watch Watch that. Upside with Coors. I mean, I love my guy Belt, but in AT&T, like, the upside's limited, even if he miraculously does stay healthy. So that one in particular has bothered me. Yeah, and Frazier was a couple of bucks cheaper, I think, and he was perfect for you because the batting average you can just write off. And so he's, like, really valuable. He might even steal some bases for you. Yeah. So no. Belt runs a little, though, but, yeah, it's probably not your best one. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When you're looking for a credit card, get one that wins awards. The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card is NerdWallet's 2021 Best of Awards winner for Best 0% Intro APR and Balance Transfer Credit Card. It provides a great way to pay for large purchases over time, as well as consolidating other card balances. And speaking of award winners, the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card is NerdWallet's 2021 Best Credit Card for Dining Out or Ordering In. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. Get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. If you're into cash back or travel rewards, U.S. Bank has credit cards that feature those benefits too. Check out their full suite of credit cards at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from VCUSA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. I don't know. You might, you know, we'll see. Tapia, though. Tapia, a guy like that, three bucks uh, going to Coors, he, he could go crazy. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I just think it was fun to try. We'll see. But no one's done this. I mean, spending that much money. What was it? Uh, just the percentage-wise has to be. Okay. More than half your budget. Right? Yeah, was, it, I mean, was, a, was it more than half your budget on pitching? Yeah, I believe so. Yes, yes. Uh, I, uh, I haven't done the math, but I, I believe it is. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'll be tempted so, to do it in yeah. tout. Maybe I'll do that in tout. Tout's even worse no, because – that's even real worse. Man would. No way. What? No way you would. I said a real man would, but you won't. <laughs> You've got this over me now for the next week. Because like, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I don't do it. I'm thinking about it. It's a little different than the AL because the pitching's not as good, but it, and it's so expensive. So in AL labor, Sale went for 37 or 38, and Kluber went right. for 37, which is way more than you had to pay for any. Actually, Kershaw was 38, right? 38, yeah. But your other guys, like Syndergaard was like 29, right? Twenty nine. Yeah, exactly. Yep. exactly. Yep. Like those two guys were so much cheaper. So for me to get three is going to cost even more. 
But uh, yeah, maybe we'll see. And you know that I'm going to be in your ear like we have to be like, you better be like, we're doing the League League of Leagues draft that that Saturday, right? Yeah. So I'm going to be totally in your ear texting you all day. So I'm going to be like, you better not be a nutless monkey and go through with an extreme strategy here. But what's actually going to happen is I'll be doing the auction and in your ear because I have a piece and I paid for that other draft and you got nothing in this draft. So it'll be going the other direction and you fucked up this last draft and cost me money. You ruined my whole year. And I'm, a, I'm much poorer because of your uh, neglect. My apologies. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard and DeMarcus Cousins, top two round picks in a three league score. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear, yes. I don't wanna hear excuse. Those are just excuses. Yeah. That's, that's, a fucking, that's excuse making. That's a nutless monkey next thing row, to say. Next year I'll go the safer route. Sorry. Real man, route. real man loses his first two picks in a three team sport and still wins basketball. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I hired Especially- you. Especially. Especially facing a league with half the teams punting the rest all just to go all in to the final sport, right? Especially that one. Yeah, okay. I'm telling you. Yeah. That's some nuts. Not these, these excuses are weak. Yeah, so. all right. Next time up to the safer route. My bad. Definitely yeah. going to start. pick a running back first round. Fantasy football whatever, running back. Whatever you want to do. Just get it done this time, okay? Okay. Don't embarrass all right. us. All right. We'll Don't do. make me embarrassed to show my face in public ever again. Okay. All right. Well, I just won another five hundred dollars off you on this Yahoo Friends and Family draft. I mean, that was. Just, that was I actually a- thought your team was pretty good. I haven't really looked at it closely. My team is good. Like, I'm very satisfied with it. But uh, I feel like your team is not bad. Yeah, I'm in too many drafts, and it was far too long ago to remember precisely. But I remember thinking that uh, you did have some good picks. I mean, we got like Chris Davis late when I considered him. You took like a middle reliever in like the seventh, eighth round or something. Davinsky no, 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 or twelfth round. No. That was the twelfth round. Yeah. I was exaggerating a little. I was being a smart ass. That was yes. a dumb. That was a dumb pick. I regret that. A little bit of reach. But yeah. what I what I did that I liked was I have my cheat sheet that I made and I just stuck to it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't care. Like I, I you know, you it was weird because you'd think by now, like I would just be able to have the confidence that my picks are good and that I would just right. simply do whatever I think and who cares? But weirdly, right. you're in the middle of this draft. It's kind of different people than you drafted. It's not the M- NFBC guys who have their way of doing it. It's not my RotoWire guys. It's like a mix of different guys in the industry. And it's a weird, you know, it's a little bit different format. One catcher, only four outfielders, innings cap. Although I don't think anyone's going to hit the cap or only a few people will. I've but, heard you say that. I'm curious. That's well, interesting. Yeah, we'll because of the 15. Yeah. Okay. There's too many teams and, and there's not enough good pitching on the waiver wire and you're just going to get killed streaming. I'd rather like get to 1280, you know, and have a good strikeout per inning and have good ERA and whip than try to push it and get killed on ERA and whip. But I really, like, had to stick to my guns. I had to remind myself, like, who do I want to take here? And it was a hard draft because people knew what they were doing. And it was deep. It was 15 teams. So I was kind of like, all right, just, all right, Javi Baez is the top guy on my list. I know his ADP is way lower. But I'm going to have to think about whether I want to just take this guy knowing that he might well be there on the way back and take my next guy knowing that he might well be there another round or just like try to look at ADP and take someone else I don't like as much. And I just had to remind myself like, dude, this is my list. You know, I know as much as anybody. We all, nobody has the answers. You know, you got to trust yourself. And I don't know shit. We don't know what's going to happen this year. I mean, I'll make some bets based on my observations and my hunches, but we don't know shit. We don't really know what's going to happen. So you have to trust yourself. Nobody knows. You do the best you can. You analyze it to the best of your ability and you stick with it. Where you get screwed is where you have your list and then you hear some stuff and you hear that and you see ADP and you start jumping around. Then it's like, it's nobody's team. It's not your team. It's not someone else's team. It's just a random thing that you kind of got cowed into picking. And so I I, I had to sit there and just pick. I had to keep doing it. And and in the end, I was kind of like, yeah, I like this team. This is actually the team I, I meant to pick. 
Yeah, all it takes is one random player to go off off the course anyway. But also, you even brought it up to me last time when I made the point of of of, of mistaking taking a Naris over Moro. I believe it was you that said when yeah. I said, "Oh, I was checking the ADP and it was a big difference in NFBC." And you're like, "Well, did you do from the beginning of the last week?" Ever since then, I've just done like the last five to seven days because it's far more representative. Of course, that's not perfect, but if you're going to use ADP, uh, especially if that, in that format you're using, even if you're using Yahoo, use our rankings because it influences it. I mean, might as well. I mean, at least use them when you're realizing trying to compare ADPs, but the, the, the recency matters as well. And I didn't factor that in as much as I should have two weeks ago. Yeah, but I'm just not looking at it at all. I don't even. Not even that know. at all, too. You're saying you even care about yes. The, I'm not trying to play that game anymore. Of like, right. oh well, sweet, because this guy that I like is going to be available two rounds later. It just takes one player to do it. And right. you know, I was thinking, um, Lindy Hinkleman's a guy who won the main event NFPC twice. And right. there was one year he drafted it. Didn't end up being a good team, I don't think. But he drafted in the first round. He drafted Starling Marte at 12, and George Springer on the way back. And Marte was going somewhere in the you know mid second that time, or Springer had one of the two, and the other one was going you know mid third. And the reality is, is he picked late first, so he picked yeah. late third, so he couldn't get either of those guys in the third. And those were his two top guys on the board. So what was he going to do? Pick some other guys because of ADP, or pick right. the guys he liked best? He can't trade out of the slot. I mean, he's just picking where right. he's picking, and those were the guys he liked best, so he took right. them. And it's just like. Right. If you're not willing to make your own list and then go stand by it, then why are you playing? Well, you think you're going to yep. handicap which expert knows better, which, which projection yeah. system, which algorithm is going to give you the best chance? No, you're not. You, you're going to pick it yourself and then test yourself against the real world. And if it does well, then you think, ah, oh, I've really got you know, a good feel. And, and to the extent it doesn't, you say, well, where did I go wrong? And you reincorporate that and you do it again. And they're your picks and you may get better at it. And if you get yeah. good enough... Then you know, then you'll win a lot, and 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 the idea is, you know, if you want to be like the guys who win the most, do the guys that win the most in any endeavor look at other people and say, how do I copy what they're doing? No, they just do it. They do the work, you know. So it's like, you got no choice. So ADP is is a poison. It's a poison. I, I really try to stay away from it. I, I don't even want to know. I don't even care. Yeah, my favorite pick I've ever made personally that I can think back on, and it's easily because it's the only one that jumps out at me, is Larry Johnson in the 11th pick, the third round, when he was still the clear backup to Priest Holmes. It's not because it was my best pick, although it probably was that as well, but it's because in hindsight it was just so different. I remember specifically my friend who was picking at the wheel 12 made fun of that pick and then proceeded to take, I think his name was J.J. Arrington, the rookie running back from <laughs> right, Cal. Right. I mean, I don't remember his name. I'm not even, that's so yeah, no, J.J. Arrington. Yeah. Then he took him. Right? Okay. So that, so that was my, my, and he was like a smart player. He still is. So that, that was a, my favorite pick just because it was so different. And as you said, if I had been going off ADP, I would look like a lunatic back then. But I don't think people paid much attention to it. So I didn't. So I'm just like, no, but dude, this guy's most upside. They far. knew where guys were going like, even back true, then. Right? Like the, the neighborhood, Apparently you had jumped three rounds, right. you know? And so they were like, what are you doing? Well, you were taking a guy who scored 20 touchdowns like from week eight on. And you obviously won. You know? And, and, and oh, yeah. my leagues that I've done best have all been like that. You know, I had a football league where I took Randy Moss's rookie season. He wasn't even starting when there was no three receiver sets. He scored 17 right. touchdowns. They mocked me in the room. And I, like, in a big format, like an important like, live format, right? Yeah, it was a live format. It was 16 teams. It was 500 bucks each yeah. back when that was you know, still a lot of money. But that was a ton of money for me back then. I had like investors. And then the Yahoo friends and family, I don't remember what year it was, but one year I scored 133 points out of 140. Think about that in that league. 
The league's tougher <laughs> yeah, now. Good. It's a little easier because yeah. you're in it, but it's tougher because there's yeah, actually I was going to say I wasn't in it then, actually. You tried to make the joke, <laughs> but, but the facts but are I wasn't every in Every pick was getting ripped. Every pick I made was getting ripped. And the reason I had all these picks was because I'd done AL labor, but I hadn't done any NL research. So I was oh, just okay. going off the top of my head on NL because I used to do a lot of basketball work. Now I've got so much time I can, like, study baseball properly in February. Right. But then I, like, you know, I wouldn't get up on baseball till like, middle of March, till right before my, my leagues. Right. So that one I just winged, and I was taking all these guys that were, like, you know, two rounds too early and hadn't broken out yet. You know, guys like Ubaldo Jimenez, you know, the year yeah. that he was good in Colorado, just guys like that. And it, it killed it. And I, I just as much as possible, you know, obviously there's a lot of luck involved when you, when, you, when you hit on every single pick for like 10 picks. There's a lot of luck involved, but um, I just want to get back to that. You know, I want to get back to just trusting myself. I've gotten so caught up in the vortex of ADP and industry algorithms, and, and, and it's, it's a poison, man. The, 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 better, the sooner yeah. you can free yourself of that, the better. That'd be interesting if you just drafted off an only uh, cheat sheet with a mixed league. I kind of like that, that that strategy. <laughs> We're talking about these different formats. I went pitching crazy. You just came up with a monochromatic one. And uh, Andy Barron's, he did his total control yet again, just going nuts with these uh, corner infielders. And uh, it's not so crazy. I heard someone comment about how first base uh, is thinner than most people realize. I myself have actually been getting caught thin at third base. So I don't know. Are you under the uh, kind of the, the general thought process now that there's catcher and then all the other positions yeah pretty much catcher's the the real outlier and and second base is crazy deep and shortstop's pretty deep so you know first base is is shallow for a guy that you want as your first baseman you know like a 30 homer 100 rbi guy but it's not shallow for just a 30 home run guy and it's not shallow for it's super deep if you're okay with like 20 home runs 270 average and 80 rbis then it goes really deep but yeah you, you usually want more from first base also, in the Yahoo format, there's only four outfielders and two utilities, which means normally right. you have five outfielders, one utility, which means maybe half an outfielder and half of, half of those are filled by corners usually, not usually middles. So there's really like you know, three and a half corners and five and a half outfielders in a, in a standard league. Right. But in Yahoo, I think you know, because there's only four outfielders, maybe there's five outfielders and four corners because you get an extra half corner that fills that utility spot. And so they're just a little more scarce. So Barron's uh, preposterous total quarter control bitches strategy um, actually right. isn't that crazy because it, there is like in the Yahoo format, there's a little bit of a premium on corners as opposed to most formats. It's funny that he got Rizzo too, of the people that loaded up on all the first. So then he gets Rizzo because he's available at, at second base in, in Yahoo, which, you know, it's, uh, it's arguable either way. But what, what do you think the ideal innings limit then is? For a 15-team format, like 1250? Yeah, 1250 yeah. maybe. 1200, 1250. I mean, I don't think people are going to get there. Last year, you know, that crazy exercise, that crazy worthless exercise I did um, that I had to scrap because it didn't bear any fruit where I looked at the replacement value in um, NFBC, the pitchers that people picked up on waivers last year got fucking pounded. Their ERA collectively was like 440. And remember, that's only the ones that were active. So like streaming matchups were good matchups. These are like all the curated matchups that were active in people's lineups. Not just, it's not just like a you know, labor or something where you pick up a guy and have to leave him in there. This is like you know, smart people putting them in optimally. It was 440. And so if, if you think about it, like if you're behind on innings and you think like in the past, okay, I'm just going to stream in August and September, get all these like good starts. Yeah, you get a couple... But it's got, there's a lot more like hardcore owners now in the league. Guys like Zinke, guys, you know, Ray, uh, Rudy Gamble and, uh, and uh, Gray Albright. Both the Rasball guys stream like crazy. Pickup guys are active. You know, the, the Roto World guys stream like crazy. Jeff and I are pretty aggressive. 
P&L is obviously going to be aggressive. They added Genstad, who's going to be a good owner. Like it's, it's just, you're not just going to have that easy, low-hanging fruit on the waiver wire to say, oh, I've got a good home start against the Padres. I'll just pick this guy up. It's going to be taken. So the guys that are going to be easy to pick up are going to be dangerous. And I almost think like you're just better off like not trying to pad on those extra wins and Ks. And, and the quirk of Yahoo, right, and, and obviously you know this, is that on the last day of the season, or not the last day, but when you're right up against the innings limit, say you're two innings under, you could put in like 10 starters that day. Well, not 10, there's not room. Nine starters and get like 60 innings the last day. As long and as you enter on, yeah. As long as you started the day under, you can go like 40 innings over. And so when everyone was hitting the cap, there was a huge advantage to loading up and going way over the cap, right? Like, you know, having an extra huge advantage in wins and Ks. But where people aren't even going to be there, it's, it's just there's no point in even, there's just no point in forcing it. So I, I think it's going to be, uh, there's going to be a big advantage to people who have like pitchers who just, you know, stay healthy. And e- even guys who have low K rates who are good uh, ERA and whip and wins. I think there's, those guys are going to be a lot more valuable this year. Well, that was absolutely part of the reason uh, The reason I won last year. The That last day of the year, I, I knew I just had to do it because everything was so competitive, and I figured others would do it because it's been so known for so so long, and people usually do in this league. But I loaded up on scrubs and finished with just really lucky ratios, just completely. It, it was like 38 innings of whip below 9, 0.95 or something, and it was great because people tweeted the end standings. It was so great, and they looked at my roster, and they're like, how did that happen because I had dropped so many – so many players, but this is a fun league. We talk about it. And before, you know, in the past, there'd been no money involved. So of course I'd try to be competitive and, and want to win. But in fact, I just took so much money from you last year and can do it again. And, and we talk about it. It's, it's, it's great. Um, one guy I wanted to bring up cause this guy just Dude, never would. It's one thing. It's one thing if someone gets struck by lightning, but getting struck by lightning twice would really be something. Yeah, that, that would be rough. Uh, okay. This guy will like end up on none of my other teams. I'd imagine, but um, uh, how, how did D Gordon end up on my team? What, like mid third, 15 team league? He doesn't strike me as a list guy. No, I don't want D Gordon. Uh, I, I just saying. he's not, you know, he'll be, I mean, look, I, I can't argue with the value. You know, he hits 300, scores 100 runs, steals 50 plus. I mean, you got your, you got your money's worth there. I, I don't see it as a, as a, yes. as a bad pick. I just, I, I guess I just want to get my steals, you know, scattered throughout. There's a lot of cheap late steals guys. You know, I got guys like Carlos Gomez get some steals. He had 13 bags in 100 games. I have, um, you know, VR was you know, not cheap, but cheaper than that. And I want to just get my steals like a little bit here and there. I don't want to, you know, Gordon is a little bit more defensible because he's an infielder, but I certainly don't want Billy Hamilton unless he comes at a huge discount. And the only league like you got is fine, but in a mixed league, you're really giving up so much pop, you know. I mean, you're giving up an outfield slot where you're getting nothing. Yeah, the the, the Hamilton was purely a strategy for for, for labor. But right. man, I was upset when you grabbed Chapman, where you did in this league. Are you going to take him? Oh yeah, I wanted yeah. him right there, big time. So, yeah. so, so it's funny because it was it was him or Buxton on that you know early fourth, and I was like Buxton might come back to me, but Chapman's not. And so I took Chapman, and then he went all the way, and Buxton went all the way down, and then he went back up. And of all people, fucking Pianowski took Buxton, who's not that type of guy. He's not a Pianow player at all. But then it, I, I felt better because Jeff said, uh, oh, no, 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 I would have taken him right before you. No way Buxton was getting back to you. So I felt better. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. You know, of course, Bucks, and I have a couple shares of him, and he could go absolutely crazy. You no, know, I have him in that other invitational one uh, I talked about. So, what do you? How many other leagues are you going to join this year? I know you don't go crazy like say me or Erickson, but you, I mean, you got to have a few coming up. Yeah, so I'm going to do a second beat Chris list. I thought you were going to be part of that. Was that you who said uh, it? Not, not, no, okay, no, someone not else. Me. I thought it was you. No. You want no part of that? <laughs> I've not been. <laughs> you definitely don't want a piece of that, of course. No. 
But uh, no, so I'm going to do a second beat Chris Liss. I'm going to do the main event. I'm going to do Tout. I have a home oh, league, yeah. and I have the staff league. So that's five, six, five, six more leagues. That's All right, I heard a couple of those. So, so yeah, the stretch run. That'll be fun. Yeah, it should be good. Did you watch the Oscars? Nah, I hate that shit. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good for this week if you are, frankly. Yeah. My team balls. I mean, you, the labor mask. I don't remember exactly who you took, but I remember thinking you'll blow it. Like, you'll make some stupid moves at some point, but – but this is not a bad team. Like I, I was, you got Kershaw, which I was bummed about uh, in the first round. I'll just say one other thing about friends and family. We got like a couple okay. minutes before this thing dies. Yeah. Friends and family. Um, I I was picking twelfth, and I really thought I was going to get one of the big four starters. I was like, okay, I'm going to get one of those Kluber. I'll probably get Kluber or Sale, you know. And then you took Kershaw. Zinky took Kluber, the second one. Somebody took Sale, and then Jeff picking before me took Scherzer, and I was like, oh shit. It's the first round, 12th pick, and I can't even get one of the big four? That's crazy. I mean, I'm not upset to get Harper. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> Yeah, Harper there is pretty nice, yeah, right? Yeah, it's fine. Especially when you get Cindergard too. Come, I, I knew you were going to get Cindergard. What was last week's thing called before the draft? It was called the Real Man Would Draft Cindergard. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And you I did. I, I should have yeah. called it I should have called it. the call is coming from, from yourself is what I actually should have called it. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah. at least, right. I, at least right. I drafted Cindergard. I, I read and, also, and, and, and Labor. Labor, I went and bought him. Yeah, and you got center. So we're both we're both all in on that. Uh, yeah. And you and you have him in that uh, the other uh, NFBC online also. Yeah. yeah. So oh, and the invitational one. I think I'm just all in on him. I think okay. if he just wouldn't have done that shirtless interview, I probably would have avoided him. But it just I just I, fall I didn't for that. See it. Someone 103. So yeah. Well, here's the thing about it. Now that you have him so many places, I only have him one place. I won't be yeah. that upset if he gets hurt. It'll be a small <laughs> consolation. I'll be like, well, that sucks, but at least. <laughs> At least I got. Although the problem is, I have in the league where I would lose five hundred bucks to you. So I right, can't really. Right. Oh, good. But, I love you. I want you to have a no-win situation, like like in life. That's yeah. that's, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, trust me, my life's definitely a no-win situation. There's one last thing. Oh, so I, I was going to recommend your Yahoo article, the argument for the three outfielders, and it was funny because Betts, Harper, and Stanton. Like when I went to do my own cheat sheet, I really agonized. I was like, okay, Trout's oh. one. Who's two, three, four? I clearly had Blackman five. Like I knew Blackman was five. Some people have Blackman above that, but I had Blackman five. I think he's right there. Yeah. Trout one. I was like, well, how am I going to arrange these three guys? And I, you know, I went through each of it. I really, it's funny that you guys are having that argument because I had the same argument in my head, like literally that argument. And I was like, Good, I'm glad you like that. I ended up doing it Stanton two. And it's before I saw the steamer projected Stanton for 53 home runs or whatever. This is before right. Harper. I, I, like, I, I was like, Harper's in a contract year. He gets like 330. He's so good. He's 25. I was like, but Stanton in Yankee Stadium with that lineup, it's so ridiculous. I was like, but Betts gets steals and he's in a young age and he's in a good park with, the, you know. And I just agonized back and forth and I went Stanton two, Harper three, Betts four. And so when I read the article, the first one is, is P&L's argument for Betts, which I was like, good argument. Like, I read it, and I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good argument. Maybe Betts should be. Then I read Barron's argument for Harper, and I was like, that's a better argument. I would take him. And then I read your argument for Stanton, and I was like, no, that's the best argument. And that's basically <laughs> exactly how it happened in my head. That exact – and I, I forgot why I ranked them where. I just had to see the rankings, and I was like, yes, this is exactly it. And basically the fact that this could be like 66 home runs or something crazy where you just – you win your league because of it. That's what I was thinking. I, I haven't ranked the same exact way, but also admit totally same tier, obviously, and so close. But that's funny. Now, so now he's doomed, especially if you agree with me. I thought I cursed him enough. But that's funny that you say that. And I'm glad that, yeah, it's a, it's a great, uh, it's a tough argument because they all have strong ones. Yeah. That was good. But Stan could be a mon- I mean, Stan, how fun could it be oh. to own him if he stays healthy? It's like, it I mean, go he crazy. Could, I mean, it's, it's not likely, but it's in like the 
plausible range of outcomes that he breaks Bonds' record. I mean, we were the going bond- real quick, real quick, going on uh, yeah. the on-air videos. I told you I was shooting, and we we're talking about the Yankees, and I yeah. asked uh, Oz from from you know like Big League Stu and, and, and Yahoo Sports. I'm like, was it over under if he has 650 at bats? I guarantee you, he's like, I don't know, maybe like 49 and a half. And I'm like, I was gonna say 59 and a half for <laughs> my over under. That's what I wrote. So I'm like, screw it, I'll just say it in, in print because I said it. I mean, what would you say, right? If he has 650 at bats, not plate appearances. Yeah. Yes. Well, he's not going to – there's no way he's going to walk. So, he, you know, the most he can get is like 590 at-bats. Okay? okay, I should have said I should have said 600 700 at-bats. plate so, appearances. You okay. can say 700 plate appearances. Okay. I think okay. the over-under if he has 700 plate appearances, which means he's like so healthy that he barely takes a day off, right. is like 62 and a half or something like that. Okay, I mean, right. It's crazy. I said 59 I mean, and a half. Okay. <laughs> I said 59 and a half. Too, unless, you know, maybe the ball – and maybe you have to dock him because maybe the ball is going to be less juiced in the second half or something, but right. I, I don't, I'm right. not going to do it. All right, let's All wrap right. it up. My computer's dying. My computer's dying, right, and man. I want to uh, have an editing issue. So, all right, dude. All right, later, listen. All right, take care, Dylan. Bye.